The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to the Ewan Grant Podcast and welcome to everyone joining me on the Listener app. Limestone Coasters, i got to tell you, there's some really cool stuff going on that you need to know about in today's podcast. Mid-Southeast have got their Zadie Round taking place, raising awareness of organ and tissue donation. It's all taking place this weekend. Going to catch up with Kimberly. She's going to give us all the details. We're going to talk some great exhibitions that are about to kick off at the Riddock Arts and Cultural Centre. Serena Wong, her last set of exhibitions with the gallery kicking off this weekend. And Lynette Martin, during the course of the week, I got to chat to her about the Wollanda Recreation and Convention Centre. There's been some big news. We're going to find out about that soon. Let's get things underway. Let's talk Donate Life, the Zadie round of footy and netball this weekend in the Mid-Southeast. Kimberly, g'day. Good morning, Ewan. Hey, Kimberly. Donate Life Week means an awful lot to you. It certainly does, as I'm a transplant recipient myself. Um, tell us a little bit about your journey. Um, so coming up five years ago, I became quite well. I found out I was in renal failure um, due to being type 1 diabetic um, and that I would need a pancreas and kidney transplant within the next few years. Unfortunately, I went downhill a lot quicker and needed it within the next 12 months. So um, about 18 months after being diagnosed with renal failure, I had a pancreas and kidney transplant, which is quite quick um, in those sort of terms. Mm. What would you say to anybody who is contemplating the idea of being an organ donor? Um, well, <laughs> I'd sort of say straight away say do it. But no, think about it. It's, it's life-changing for... Uh, obviously the person that's receiving those amazing organs, but it's also life-changing for the people that are around you. Um, I cannot imagine what my family has gone through watching me become so ill um, and watching the process going through the transplant process with me and everything. It takes a toll on everyone around you. So it doesn't just change the life of the person, it changes the life of the people around you. Mm. Um, And that's even as the years go past, it's still um, quite overwhelming when you think about it. Kim, Mid-South East Footy and Nettie have got involved in what is called the Zadie Rounds. It's uh, it's to help highlight uh, organ donation. Um, they've done a, a sensational job over the last couple of years. And uh, the Zadie Round is coming up. What can you tell me about it? So Zadie is a young girl that was six and a half, seven, who passed away and only a few months beforehand had said to her parents as they were sort of talked about that she'd like to give her organs away if anything were to happen to her, which unfortunately did. So they went and did that and then they've started this foundation to be the awareness of organ and tissue donation so that um, they can get the message out there so other families can do that. Um, and I think it's an amazing legacy for someone to leave behind to have helped a family and you don't just help one family there's there can be up to 10 people that can be benefited whether it's um um a transplant um of eyes or tissues or you know your heart or myself a pancreas and kidney so it makes a big difference and for people who are supporting the mid-southeast footy and nitty this weekend <laughs> uh people can find out more about organ uh, donation and about the zadie foundation yeah they certainly can um i think as far as i'm aware there'll be something in the budget 
that'll be talking about it so you can see there. Hopefully there'll be a bit of rainbow colours out there as Zadie loved rainbow and rainbow shoelaces. So that's one of the signature things that they have. But they also have, um, they do have footy socks and things like that. So hopefully we'll see a little bit of colour out there this week um, and just get the awareness out there. Um, but if anybody's got questions, just jump online and look up Zadie's Foundation or even Donate Life um, and that can certainly explain it. Jump online and it takes a minute to sign up if you want to do that. Um, and you can specify what you want to do uh, and let your family know what your wishes are because at, at the end of the day, they get the final say, not you. Mm. Hey, Kimberly, it's always great to talk about Donate Life uh, and organ and tissue donations. Thanks for joining us this morning and thanks for sharing your story. Thanks, Ewan, and thanks to Mid South East for supporting us. We're very, very humble that they're doing that for us. Livestone Coasters, the Mayor of the Mount Gambier City Council. She joins me on the line for a chat. Lynette Martin, good morning. Good morning, Ewan, and good morning, listeners. Lynette, super excited. Council made some announcements about the Wallunda Convention and Recreation Centre yesterday. What's going on? Oh, we did, Ewan, and we're very excited to announce the operator of the centre is Belgravia Leisure. And this is a really exciting step closer to opening Wallunda. Um, you know, as the project moves from the building phase to operations. And um, Belgravia are a national operator of more than 200 sports and leisure centres and um, they're leaders in developing and managing events. So we need people like them to um, attract uh, all the events that um, we can to um, come to Mount Gambier and um, use the venue uh, to its fullest extent. Lynette, do we have an opening time as yet for the Wollanda Convention and Recreation Centre? No, we don't. Um, look, it's still progressing, as everyone can see. It, it, it's um, coming along uh, beautifully, um, but it's still a live project and, and we're working our way through conversations um, making sure we drive the best value for our community. So yet there's still work to be done on the interior um, because, as you can see, it's such a big project. Mm. Um, but, um, look, as soon as we know, we'll be letting the community know because we at Council, you know, we want it to open um, as well. <laughs> Now, Lynette, obviously uh, there'll be a lot of people going, you know, what does what does having Belgravia as the, the operators mean for us in the Limestone Coast? Um, uh, it's, it's uh, uh, I suppose, the, the best guarantee for council to, to make sure that the centre becomes an ongoing uh, operation that attracts as many people to the Limestone Coast as possible. Mm, absolutely, Ewan, because we at council, we don't have the expertise to run a leisure centre. And so we need the people with the expertise and the contacts and connections to bring you know, new and interesting events to Mount Gambier. And, and as well as a strong focus on the community and the wonderful year-round venue that it's going to be. As I've said so many times, it's a game changer for Mount Gambier and it will be life-changing for our residents. And Lynette, were you lucky enough to talk to the team behind Belgravia? Uh, how excited are they by the idea of, of running the Wollanda Convention Centre? Oh, they're very excited to be given the opportunity to um, work in partnership with the City of Mount Gambier. 
Lynette, I cannot wait for this centre to open. It's been a long time coming. Uh, I've watched the building progress as it's come up out of the ground. It's so exciting. Uh, we will talk over the coming weeks and we'll try and find out when we might see an opening date for the Wollanda Convention oh. and Recreation Centre. You have a great day today and congrats on the signing of the contract. Oh, thanks so much, Ewan. Yes, we're very excited also. The Mayor of the Mount Gambier City Council, Lynette Martin, talking to me this morning, and now it's time to talk art. Serena Wong's on the line to tell me all about what's going on. Serena, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Serena, we've got a couple of really cool exhibitions coming up, opening this Friday. What can you tell me? Well, we do have some really cool exhibitions. I'm really excited because one of the main shows we're doing this Friday, that we're opening this Friday, is an exhibition of work by an artist called Anne Newmarch. It's drawn mostly from our collection. We've borrowed a few works from Adelaide and it's kind of this time capsule of a woman who was really prominent in the Adelaide art scene, but also nationally. She is a printmaker, did screen printing predominantly, and a lot of the works that we've got are from the 70s and 80s. So really turbulent interesting time in Australian history and this artist Anne Newmarch was really politically active so we have these fantastic bold colourful screen prints that are just going to take over the gallery and it's a real snapshot a real kind of window into what was happening at the time and and the major concerns of the time there's posters about uranium mining there's posters about proliferation of violence Mm. there's um, some feminist uh, stories in there as well. Like some really iconic work that I think actually some of the listeners might even recognise when they come in. So it's fascinating. Yeah, it's a really powerful, a really powerful show, and it's a really important show to us. We've got a whole heap of her artworks in our collection, but Anne, unfortunately, sadly, she passed away at the start of this year. So. We're just really grateful to be able to celebrate her work and her life and her contribution to Australia art scene. So it's a really special one. It's really close to my heart, actually. So Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to showing everyone just this this trailblazer of of um the, she, was, she was a trailblazer for her time and and for her practice and for women in Australia. So that's something I'm really excited to show everyone. Now, Serena, what else is happening at the gallery? We also have a um, our annual exhibition with the Thumbprint Group. So that's the local art group here in Mount Gambier. They are dedicated artists. They do a show with us every year with a new theme, and this year's theme is uh, reuse, recycle, reprint. So from the title, you can kind of get a bit of a flavour of what's happened, but they're basically looking at kind of more sustainability in arts practice and in doing so they're kind of pushing their creativity even further so what can we do with what we've got and artists are great innovators and they're great um they think outside the box in really brilliant ways so this is a really exciting show in terms of what can we do with what's already been made or what do i already have on hand and and what does that look like so they've put together a really stunning show that i think um the locals will really enjoy Serena, for people who want to go along and check out these exhibitions, it all gets underway on Friday. How long will they be on show for? They are on show till about uh, mid-September. So they've got a little while, about six weeks or so. Um, 
and there's going to be some artist talks by the Thumbprint Group, and there's also going to be a guest speaker on opening night, Alison Adler, who is a printmaker based in uh, Canberra, and she's a lecturer there. She's going to come over and do a master course in printmaking. So for those who are looking to really extend their practice, get that edge or try something new, that's going to be a really good course. Hey, Serena, great to catch up and talk. Cannot wait to talk more about what's going on at the Redock Arts and Cultural Centre. Thanks, as always, for joining us this morning. Thanks so much, Ewan. That's it for today's podcast. I'll be back on Tuesday for everything Limestone Coast. You can catch up with me live on the radio, 6am weekday mornings on the Limestone Coast, 963 Triple M.